Boom! Coming in hot, Chinch. What's going on, my man? How we doing today? I'm doing good today, bro. How are you doing today? I'm doing Feeling great, good? man. I'm doing great. I, I just uh, I just hit with uh, uh, one of the kids that's in my breakthrough pro program. His name is Thomas Medwig. Nice. Good little uh, good little player. I just hit with him in the morning, and then I just took Jillian to breakfast, and I'm all over the place. Nice. And now I'm on with you, dude. And we're rock and rolling. What do we have for breakfast? What do I have? I had three eggs over medium. Um, with a little bit of, with a, um, well done bacon, well, well done bacon. Yeah. That's your go-to <laughs> breakfast. That's what I get. Dude. Three eggs over me with well done bacon. bacon. That's what I get. Dude. And Jillian got, uh, what'd you get Jill? Cinnamon swirl French toast. Dominated oh, nice. That. That's her go-to. At nice. This place. Also, you were shot out of a cannon this morning. You rattled off 90 things that happened in baseball last night that, that you loved. Dude. So I'm going to rip through a couple things right now. Mets beat the Go Yankees ahead. and walk off. Kuna hits the ball 3,000 miles. Otani hits another home run. Apparently, it's the hardest hit opposite field home run by a lefty this year. Really? On that note, Padres are starting to roll. Blue Jays are starting to roll. Your red, your Reds, man, they're hanging in yeah. there in that division. Where do you want to start? You go. Just Boy, rant. there's so many places to start. Let's let's uh. Let's give some love to the Red Legs really quick. Just you know, with what they're doing, dude. They're thirty-four and thirty-five. They're 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 they had some unbelievably great young talent. You know, we've talked about McLean, we've talked about De La Cruz, Spencer Steer, all these guys. Man, there's there's some there's some really really good players. But hey, listen, you know, I have to like you know, my heart is with Cincinnati a lot. So just to see them like. The excitement there has been pretty awesome. So, yeah. um, like I said, man, they, they, India did well last night. McLean, the starting pitching top to bottom. So, 34 and 35 are the Reds. Let's go to a, let's go to Acuna really quick. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> the, 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 um, the Braves won a doubleheader yesterday, but Acuna hit two bombs. One of them, bro, playing at Comerica Park, dude. No one goes dead center there. I mean, like, you know, you, you'd see Miguel Cabrera go there. Uh, when I was playing, Marcus Timms, you know, had stupid power. Oh, yeah, He'd go him. dead center. But it was tough. Back then, it was 420. They've moved it in. I believe it's 410 now because it was so far, dude. Like, balls go there to die. Like, I hit a couple balls there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a that's an out. I'm out. It's not even a hit. I'm out. you got to be kidding me. Acuna hit one yesterday, bro. Chinchy off the back wall, dead center, which is a bomb. If you've yes. ever played at Comerica, you know how impressive that is. So, just to watch Acuna, man. Since day one of this year, from the jump, I mean, last year he was still coming back from that ACL. Day one, since uh, opening day, this guy has been on fire and uh, really leading the Braves. Yeah. So just impress. Like when I see a homer like that, I have to, I have to go to the guy's talent to say not everyone could do what 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 he did yesterday. Yeah, and that's saying a lot because he's a big league ball player. There's a lot of really good exactly. big league ball players out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Otani again, man. I mean, this dude is just. He might be one of the best hitters in the game, and he's like the best at everything. So it's not fair. Dude, I'd like to see him play Smoltz and ping pong, or more Mike Lowell. Mikey Lowell is better than Smoltz and ping pong. Is he? Incredible. Is he? Mike Lowell. We we think, dude, Smoltz and I would go back and forth. I think it was like twelve and. 12. I have video like, on know. my phone of that actually. If you dude, Smoltz. Then Mikey Lowell showed up. Dominated and both he of made you. Me and Smoltz look like second graders really that's dude, interesting mikey lowell backhand forehand backhand forehand so i'd like to see otani versus lowell if we could <laughs> mike lowell versus otani and ping pong no one no one knows that 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 challenge is out there but if you listen to the mayor's office you yeah. know it is so all right kid. i think the one thing about otani chinch what'd you say it was the hardest home run hit by a lefty this year opposite, opposite field. field that's what i just read that's what he does different man like his, i think his last three or four home runs have all been opposite field. Definitely his last three, yeah. yeah. Last three, yeah, because we, we were calling him the other day. Uh -huh. But the way he kind of, like, 
has his body, you know, it, it, it keeps his hands in the zone. He almost like gets inside everything and mm -hmm. shoots it that way. It's just incredible, man. This guy is, I really think too, the WBC brought him to another level mentally, confidence wise to be like, Hey, it, it turns out I am the best player in the world. Mm -hmm. I like, I think he, you're right. know, he now knows it. Like he, when I watch Otani now, I feel like there's a, he's playing with a different confidence out there. Like he knows now he's the best player in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, one thing we didn't mention before we started that I'm going to mention right now, dude, what are your thoughts on the A's leaving, leaving Oakland to go to Las Vegas? Yeah. Did you see the crowd the other day? They were like, sell the team. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. I don't know, man. I, I'm, 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 I'm conflicted on this one because as a player, if you've ever played out in Oakland, man, it, they're some of the best fans in the big leagues, man. Yeah. They, they are, they're very passionate. They're Oakland Raider fans. It's what they are. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just very, very passionate for their team. They're very passionate for Oakland. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I think the results aren't random results reveal at the end of the day. I mean, they're not getting the attendance they need. That yeah. that, that that stadium is still not new. They've had a you know, they've had conflicts politically there for years. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just I guess they feel like with the Raiders being in Las Vegas, maybe the maybe the move is for them both to be there and yeah. you know and uh, and and start fresh. But you know, like I said, man, business. Those fans in Oakland are are awesome. They're rabid and mm -hmm. and they're uh, they're a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's tough Bri to see it. Bryce Harper was asked it. about it, which is interesting. You know, as a Vegas kid, grew up in Vegas, he said it's going to be tough to get fans there because a lot of people from Las Vegas they didn't have a team ever, so there's a lot of diehard Cubs fans who live in Vegas or diehard Dodgers fans who live in Vegas. Uh, I didn't know this. Did you know Bryce Harper's dad was a Reds fan? I didn't know that. He said that yesterday. And he said, yeah, dude, it, I didn't know. I didn't know. You that. did know that. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And what was cool when I first met Bryce Harper and his dad, Bryce Harper, like knew who I was, knew my stats, knew what wow. kind of player I was, and then go down big red machine. Like that's the great thing I love about Bryce Harper and his dad. I mean, his They're dad has done a great right? job of passing on the history of the game to him. Mm -hmm. So I think Bryce plays the game in a way that, you know, he, he plays hard because, you know, the Pete Rose, I mean, Pete Rose, yeah. I think was his dad's respect idol. for the game. He's got respect, respect for the, for the game, game, dude, respect for the guys that no one's bigger than the game of baseball. It's the bottom mm -hmm. line. Nobody is bigger than the game of baseball. And, you know, for guys that think they are when they're done, Hey man, no one's talking about you, dude. At the end of the day, like I want to tell that to sometimes to the young kids, like, Hey man, you might, I know you feel like you're a big deal now, but this ends, mm -hmm. this ends. And at the end of the day, be a good person, be a good teammate. You're going to remember the teammates, the guy that, the guys that treated you well, when you were first called up, the guys that, uh, you know, those kind of guys, that, that's what you're going to remember. Ryan Hannigan, it was, it was, it was great, dude. It made me feel so good. Mm -hmm. Ryan Hannigan the other day, remember used to be a catcher for the Reds, yeah, yeah. you know, right around, you know, Dunner and Kearns, and then Hanny got called up a few years later. Mm -hmm. But like you know, I, I think uh, he he came up to me when I was with Jake at Fenway Park last week, and he was coaching. I think he's coaching uh, one of the teams down there or, or helping out at the Cape Cod League. Mm -hmm. And in front of my son, it was really cool. He, he said to me, "He goes, hey man, I just want to thank you for being so kind to oh, me when I got great. called up to the big leagues. Like it made such a difference because you know you're kind of nervous." And I was like, "Dude, I was like, you know, guys like Barry Lark and Greg Vaughn, these guys treated me well, and like." It makes you feel good when you first get called up. It's a very nerve-wracking thing. Hmm. So, you know, that's what guys are going to remember. How yeah. you treated them as rookies. 
how you how you were treated as a rookie and how you you know were as a veteran. So, like I said, when I see Bryce Harper, man, I love the way he plays the game. I love that I love that he loves the game of baseball and the history in the game. His dad's done an unbelievable job with that, and uh, it's just that's why he's one of my favorite players. To tell you the truth. Great, that was all good right there. Good yeah. job, man. You're you're really good at this. <laughs> hey, thanks, Chinch. Thanks. Uh, I just pulled up the wild card standings just to just to see. Al, dude, if if the Yankees don't get the Yankees are not the same baseball team without Aaron Judge. Judge. That's clear. Yeah. Mets needed that win big time, but we don't have to stay too far on the East Coast. But right now, the Al wild card teams, Baltimore is significantly significantly ahead of Houston and the Yankees. But you mentioned Toronto, dude. Toronto is one game back in a wild card of the Yankees. You like what they're doing, and you you think they could make a run in that division. Well, I think the biggest thing is, you know, there's a couple things here. When you look at Toronto, they're sitting at 38 and 31. Don't forget, dude, at the beginning of this year, a lot of people picked Alec Manoa to win the Cy Young. Good point. We haven't talked to about it. To win the Cy Young. Not mm-hmm. just, oh, yeah, they got a good rotation. No, no, no. You got Gosman. Manoa as the workhorse. Barrios was the one guy. Jose Barrios was the one guy that you're like, ah, man, we yeah, just don't know if, uh, you know, kind of like great stuff, great potential, but just can't get it going. Now, thank goodness that Barrios is dominating. You know, this year had a great start last night. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a huge reason why the, the Blue Jays are 38-31. Manoa's down in eight ball trying to get it figured out, trying yeah. to get things right. Can you imagine if he gets right? And then you got Gosman, Barrios, and Manoa, who people thought was going to be the Cy Young. I think that would be a huge lift. But the Blue Jays are playing good enough ball right now. Like you said, in this wild card, they're a game back of the Yankees mm-hmm. um, in, in, the, in the wild card. You know, it's, hey, we could start talking about that now, too. We're 70 so. games in, dude. This isn't like we got a big enough sample size to see what these teams yeah, and, are. And you have and a another, couple teams that are boat racing. Like the Rays have almost, like, like they didn't lock up the division yet, but you got to start looking like, oh, where else can we get into the playoffs? It seems like them and how, how they're right. doing, you know? I agree, dude. I, I totally agree. And, the, the, you know, the, the couple teams that you got to talk about that we've been talking about, the Astros, dude, they're quietly 39 and 29. It's kind of mm-hmm. funny how we don't really mm-hmm. talk about them anymore. We almost expect them to be good. That's they've been pretty impressive, but the Angels, dude, they're they're thirty eight and thirty two. Like they're mm-hmm. not usually thirty eight and thirty two. They're usually hovering around five hundred. Then they true. make the, then they go down the tubes and they're and then they fight back at the end. You're like, hey, why can't they? No, I think there's something different happening out there in uh, in Anaheim this year. There's no doubt about that. A couple of teams that you wonder, like, what are the Mariners doing, man? Like mm. they've been hovering at five hundred all year, thirty three and thirty four right now. They're just they haven't really gotten going. You know, Julio Rodriguez has just been okay. You know, yeah. you need your stars to be stars, man. If you want to win in this league, you need your stars to be stars. You don't give a guy $300 million and have him be like just an average player. They got to be stars. Um, the, the Indians, you know, they're th- sitting at 31 and 36. And then some other teams, um, you know, sitting in Boston still still hovering. Let's look at the NL wild card too, because that's worth yeah. it too. The Brewers sitting at 34 and 34. The Pirates are winning that division, dude. 34 and 32. Yeah. We've been talking about them a lot. Mm-hmm. The Diamondbacks, dude, are winning the West right now. Big time. Uh, and, 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 and by a few games, the Diamondbacks are 41 and 27. The Dodgers are 38 and 30. They're in the wild card right now. That? And the other surprising team, Chinch, they, these other two teams that are surprising. Hang on. My, my, uh, my battery's about to die. My computer, hang on. Okay. 
This is what happens when your daughters take your computer and they, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? The daughters take your computer. Uh, I hear that. Okay, Are you back. saying that loud enough for somebody to hear it maybe just now? <laughs> yeah, Jilly. <laughs> um, the, um, the Marlins and the Giants mm-hmm. are the other two teams atop the wild card outside else. the Dodgers. Who would have thought the Marlins would be 38 and 31, won seven of the last 10? Who would have thought the Giants, dude, right. would be 36 and 32 out there in the West? So, it, 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 uh, and also, too, the Reds are two and a half back. The Phillies are back to 500. There, there's some teams making a run. The Padres are starting to get back to um, yeah. they're 33 and 34 yeah. you know the Mets are scuffling which that's the one team and the Cardinals you're like what's up with the Mets and the Cardinals so right. hey man this is fun we're 70 it's games into the good year time of year yeah There's we got really good action storylines it, yeah it's enough it's enough to look at it all a body of work and go okay we have enough now a big enough sample size to really start looking at who's real who's not who needs work who needs who needs to patch a hole here and there and another question is dude that's been coming up a, a little bit is, you know, do the Cardinals trade a guy like Goldschmidt yeah, at I the mean, deadline? You know what I mean? Or, you know, do you start moving those superstar players yeah. seeing that you're, you're out of it and that you might have a, you know, you have a lot of prospects that you haven't traded in, you know, you know, in the, in the Nolan Gormans and, and these yeah. guys that are really good prospects that you, you know, haven't gotten rid of them. Do you keep the prospects now and move a guy like Goldschmidt and get maybe a couple pitchers in return? Yeah. And you know, you move that, that, first of all, the guy's a superstar, right? Star. Yeah, he's a star. Think about it. And he's probably, he's paid, what is his contract? Let me look real quick. Uh, it, it's, it's a pretty good contract for the Cardinals, man, for, for the production he puts up. Contract. Yeah, but my point to that is, if you're one of those, you know, Midwest teams that doesn't have too much money, but hey, we can get a year and a half of Goldschmidt, maybe that's where a Reds or right. a a... Milwaukee goes and does something that they wouldn't normally do if they are this close and in, in, in its division. How about Philly? What if he goes into that Phillies lineup? I mean, they don't really need him as much as the other guys, but Cincinnati, you put Paul Goldschmidt in that lineup. Now you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you get, you know, you've got a leader on the field too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Five years. It was five years, a hundred. He's making. Like twenty two to twenty five million a year. Yeah, but that's not bad, dude. That's a great no. deal for the. That was a great deal for the Cardinals. Yeah, and it's he signed through two twenty five too. So two thousand any any team could be in a market for him. I'll just put it that yeah. way. Even if you don't have much money. So let's. What about <laughs> what about the Reds when Votto comes back? What do you do there? That's a good question. What do you, you know do? What I mean, like, I wonder what's what, trying to find out what's happening with him. I know he's. I know he's. I, I know he went down. I thought to, he was in the lineup the other day. I thought, he, I, hold on. I know he was just on a rehab assignment. I'll look it up right now. Um, but, you know, that'll be interesting to see when Votto comes back. You know, are you still keep playing the young kids and ride that momentum? Or do you bring Votto back in the lineup? Is he going to be productive? Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, I'm just thinking Goldschmidt. If you did go get Goldschmidt and Votto comes back, now what do, what do, do? you do? What do you do? It's a good question. You know, and you don't like a. There's nothing worse than an unhappy Joey Votto in a, in a dugout. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So we got a lot going. You know, we didn't get to the All Star ballot today, but we can do that tomorrow because there was way too much action last night. Dude, there's so much action, bro. So much goodness here in the game right now, and it it's fun, man. It's it is fun, fun for you dude. and me to to break it down. Absolutely. All right, man. We got over the hump. Today's Thursday already, isn't it? Wow. 
Yes, Thursday, dude. It's been a great week, man. Life been a lot of pretty... Oh, dude, I'm going. I'm taking my daughter Jillian to Taylor Swift tomorrow, bro. Let's get it. Whoa, wow. What did that a, cost you? $17,000. She's like, Dad, can I bring a friend? I was like, nope. no chance are we bringing a friend. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. That's unbelievable. Man, that girl sells out shows, man. Oh, gotta crap, say it. Dude. I don't get it. I gotta be honest. I'm sorry. I'm not. Dude. I just, no, I get Chinch. You don't get it because you don't have daughters. If you have daughters, yeah, you'd be like, I, I get it. And dude, she's a good role model. I met her backstage I a few know, years ago in Indianapolis. Dude, she was so nice, so kind. She's her, dude. She's a songwriter, singer, songwriter. No, I get it. I she's think, great. The problem I have a problem with overexposure. And I, I guess you can't overexpose one of the greatest, you know, performers of our generation. But like every freaking time there's an award show, they have to cut away to her every time, every second. She's in every cutaway of every award show and it just bothers dude, me what would, dude what would you be doing put your producer hat on you'd be like get to swift she gets us ratings <laughs> that's get true. to swift everyone's watching they're, they're looking to tune in when she you know when they when she pops on no that's a good point good point yeah you're turning me i'm not a swifty though it's gonna take a while for me to become a yeah you, are, you need to get dude there, there's a great song 22 everything's gonna be all right here missing me that's my favorite song. I told my daughter, I said, listen, we need a couple things here. I need her to play 22, <laughs> and I need you to find out what the last three songs are because we're not staying. We're out of uh, here. We're beating the traffic. I don't care. Call. I'm not sitting there in three hours at Heinz Field traffic for Taylor Swift. Ain't happening. Good call. Way to go. All right. Yeah. Dad of the year. <laughs> All right. We'll catch up tomorrow. You, you should wear a Taylor Swift T-shirt on the show. Uh, dude, I, I did. I, dude, I bought, I got, I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Okay, good. It's a wear it on a mirror tomorrow for the show. Great. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, brother. Love you, man. Love you, too. Everyone out there, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow, Friday, baby. Let's get it. Have a great day.